We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. I want you all to know, Sister Twain's eating chicken and a biscuit. I want you all to know that I poured Sister Twain a very nice glass of a very delicious bourbon that is not available in the state of Utah. It's a rye. It's called Michter's. You got it in a fancy town. Reno. <laughs> Reno, Nevada. Mm-hmm. The city that never sleeps. Or the America's Chicago. I don't know. Uh, I was going to say, is it Wendy there? <coughs> I don't know what Reno's name is. Or motto or whatever. It's called Little Vegas or no. Yeah, something. Anyway, Sister uh, Twain drank uh, half of the glass of Michter's. And now she's drinking canned wine and chicken and a biscuit. And I said, you're not going to finish this bourbon, are you? And she, and she said, no, because I'm a redhead. <laughs> it's buttery and... Sm- it's butter. I think I gleeked on you. It's fine. It's buttery and smoky, but it's strong for me. It's strong for me. I'm a submissive. It's, <laughs> it's delicious. Oh, anyway, welcome to Hot Drinks. This is a podcast where we believe in audio quality above all else. <laughs> I think it's really funny because, like, if you interviewed, like, actual podcast creators, mm. I mean, which we are, but <coughs> people who had, like, reputable podcasts, and you were like... If here's a list of things that that I should or shouldn't do during my podcast, I bet eating a box of crackers would be like number one of things you should not do because mm-hmm. it's a box. There's right. plastic inside. And then it's it would crunching, be, and then there chewing. would be like a, a little line coming out from under it and going over and making a hard right. Right. Types of crackers to especially not eat. Right, chicken and a biscuit. Just, just, I think Triscuit would be the highest because those are the messiest and the loudest. Oh. But chicken and a biscuit also high. These make me constipated. Great. So this is a podcast mm-hmm. where we eat crackers, mm-hmm. but where we also talk about <clears throat> our hopes and dreams. <laughs> and, and your favorite topic, parenting. Nin- and our and my favorite topic, <laughs> 90s Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we don't talk about any of those things. We don't. We, we- say we talk about parenting, <laughs> but we really don't. We talk about the shit going on in our lives. Yeah. Mormons, sometimes, sometimes not. We share our very detailed knowledge about politics. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So that's what you're here for tonight. (laughs) But I want to start with some women's work. Women's work is our housekeeping. Because that's the work that the ladies do, Mm -hmm. says the Mormons. Mm -hmm. And it's just where we... It used to be business of the pod. Right. And now it's just shit we want to talk about. Yeah. So I have a couple things. Number one, Mm. there is an article that was recently published in the church news called I'm a Top, I'm a Bottom (laughs) by Tad R. McAllister. I think it's actually called Fences at the Top, Ambulances at the Bottom. It's an allegory. But you can be averse if you're in love. Right. But it's it's an (laughs) allegory about how are we building fences at the top of the chasms or are we putting ambulances at the bottom? Right. What what's really happening though is Tad McAllister is pushing people off the cliff, and then he's like, "Why you bitches need those ambulances?" <laughs> anyway, it's a very hateful article that was recently published by the Elders Church. If you want to hear us talk about it, it's on our Patreon. Yeah, it is. And you only have to be the the barest bones member subscriber, the three dollar subscriber, and you get access to the demi toss. It's one of our May demi tosses, which we have not yet published at ten forty five p.m. On May 31st, but yeah. I will publish before that midnight. That is the glory of the stars. 
Moon. Right. right. The so terrestrial if, kingdom. If you want to hear what we think about Tad McAllister, and spoiler alert, we think he's a dick. <laughs> When we were talking about him on our group text thread. He does thread, not eat pussy. No. And when we were talking about him on our group text thread, I sent a photo of him and his wife. <laughs> and it's exactly what you would expect a photo of like a general authority and his wife to look like. Yeah. And I asked our group text thread, do you think she eats his ass <laughs> ever? <laughs> and then someone said something like, oh God. And then I said, no, just picture her on her hands or knees in her house dress, pulling his cheeks apart. He's on his hands and knees. And she's just going to fucking town. Oh my god! On they, Tad R. McAllister's butthole. No crumbled up potato. Chips. They did, and she's just fucking going to town <laughs> on that anus. Anyway, my guess is no, but any, but I digress. Well, okay. No. Anyway, number two. Yeah. There is a show on HBO right now. Uh huh. Called Hacks. Okay. It's the greatest show. On television, in the history of television. Uh, uh, I'm so excited. And I'm so excited for that because I have been loving what she's been doing lately. Jean Smart. Smart. Yeah. If if you ever feel... This is my new anti-depression technique. (laughs) If I ever feel down or feel sad or feel like, what's the point of all this? I just tell myself, you were alive during the Jean Smart renaissance. (laughs) You saw her in Legion. You saw her in Watchmen. God bless. You saw her in Mayor of Easttown. And now you're seeing her in Hacks. Mm -hmm. And this is a beautiful gift that you've received. You saw her as a child in Designing Women playing Charlene. She was sitting at that wicker desk with the wicker (laughs) chair behind her. And now you're seeing her in Hacks and Mayor of Easttown. And this is a blessed day. So that kind of cures my depression. I'm really excited to watch that and Mayor of Easttown. Do you have an HBO account? No. Do you need to use mine? I do. I had this kind of revel, rele, revelation the other day. Mm-hmm. Because I use, like, because obviously there are multiple people on my accounts because, like, my ex-wife uses them and, like, my kids sometimes use them. Right, right. And, then, and I was like, oh, like, people should just get their own. And then I was like, fuck it. No, they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. HBO's got plenty of money. Yeah, they do. So I should give this passcode <clears throat> to as many people as I can. You so. know they do. <clears throat> I'll send it to you. Um, I have some women's work. Go. Okay. I'm losing my voice, so I've got to drink something. So, with my first paycheck from my job... Right. Um, I don't know. Did, did I mention in here that I had to go back to work? I think you did. I think we talked about that last okay, week. Okay, if I didn't... I, I'm back at work. I didn't get unemployment. Okay. Um, <clears throat> um, uh, when I got paid, when I got my first paycheck, I gave myself a gift uh-huh. and spent $150 plus tip... To have a two-hour session <gasps> with my favorite Instagram astrologist slash tarot reader. Okay, okay. Wild Witch Astrology. Okay. And I have been following her for several months. I'm absolutely obsessed with her Instagram. Was this like a live reading? Yes. So we we did a format that's typical like 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 Zoom. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had spent time prior to this meditating on my birth chart, going over my birth chart, pulling tarot cards that speak to different areas of my birth chart. I love this. And Every once in a while, she'd stop and go, so I, this is kind of nagging me uh, right here. And she'd say something about my birth chart and say, and then she'd say, so tell me about your relationship with blah. Right. Tell me about what's going on with blah. And then she'll go, okay, so 
what that tells me in regards to your birth chart is blah, blah, blah. And so she had spent time preparing a presentation. She shared the screen with me. Right. Um, she, For those of you who um, do know a little bit about astrology, she doesn't go, go over just your birth or natal chart, but your transits right. and your progress chart. Right. Um, and I didn't know what those two things really meant as far as my chart is concerned until we had our session. But when we, when I logged on and there she was, my face was smiling so big that it hurt because Aww. I had just been following her on Instagram. It was like a celebrity. Yes. Yeah. And I said, I'm, you're going to have to forgive me. I'm a little bit starstruck. I am just, I love all of your posts on Instagram so much. And she just smiled and giggled and she goes, oh, that is such a blessing to me that you would say that to oh, me. Oh, I love that. I know. So <clears throat> $150. She only schedules those on Sundays because she's a um, structural engineer. Oh, of course. During the week. Of course she is. Monday through Friday, like bridges and and. Yeah. Skyscrapers and things like that, I think. Anyway, <clears throat> she's in New York. So um, I highly recommend just following her Instagram. Just support her Instagram. She really knows her shit. Here's what I will say about this. <clears throat> I think there's something, because both you and I are poor. <laughs> I mean, to be to be fair. Yeah. Neither one of us are, like, destitute. No. I mean, maybe sometimes a little bit. It depends but on like, the day. <clears throat> sure. But, like... Neither one of us has a ton of extra disposable income. No. But I think there is something really powerful and really important about, like, spending money for things that bring you joy. Yes. Like, I feel very strongly about that. Yeah. <clears throat> and I am not a financial planner, and probably financial planners would tell you that's a bad idea. <laughs> of course. But I think there's really <laughs> some, there's something really valuable about saying, like, this is important to my happiness, and I'm going to invest in it, even if it's something that other people might say is like frivolous or yeah. silly or whatever. Yes. Whether it's an astrology thing, whether it's a brand new pair of shoes you're excited about, yeah. whether it's something for your home, whatever. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. Just do it. A lot of us still have that programming that we have from our baby boomer parents that they got from their right. World War II generation parents who right. experienced a little bit of the depression, right. which was like, you spend your money on necessities. Right. Well, guess what? They fucked up the economy. <laughs> We're all fucking screwed. <laughs> we are. So just spend your money yeah. on what you want to spend it on. Um, it was And die with a whole bunch of debt. It was absolutely delightful. And I, let the creditors take that debt from my I, cold, I, dead body. I highly recommend it. And then she sent me a video, a, a recording of it. Oh, nice. And um, PDFs of my charts. Oh, I love that. And the tarot reading. So... <clears throat> You and I were messaging earlier today, and you said, yeah. I can't remember what I said that prompted it. Oh, uh, well. But you said, have uh, you ever had your chart, your birth chart, read by a professional, professional. astrologer? Yeah. And I responded and said, do you mean have I ever gone to therapy? Yeah. <laughs> Is this another ploy <coughs> for me to go to therapy or right. something like that? And no, I just literally wanted to know. Right. Anyway, <clears throat> um, other than that, my women's work, uh... I had another one. I can't remember it now. I don't have any. It's because of the drinks. But one thing that she affirmed to me uh-huh. is, well, two things, is that it is in within this year, 2021, where I am going to see some tangible confirmation of my career aspirations. Oh, cool. Which is 
diving headfirst into my acting career right. when Jack graduates in two years, right. which I've never done, done except right. for when I was in college, but right. that's what you do. Right. And that um, something will happen this year, later in the year, in regards to my desire to fall in love. <gasps> and I'm not going to be looking for him because Henry Cavill has no reason to come to Sugar House. Oh, but, he's dating? <sighs> Let's talk about Henry Cavill for a minute. <laughs> So Henry Cavill posted something on his Instagram uh-huh, the other day. Yeah. And it was a picture of him and a girl. Yeah, his lady. And the caption said, mind y'all's fucking business. It did. I mean, it didn't say it in those words. No. But it basically said, there's been a lot of speculation about my <laughs> private life and a lot of <laughs> negative comments on my Instagram. And it needs to stop. And it must stop. Right. But essentially it was like, mind y'all's fucking business. Yeah, yeah. And I just looked at that lady and I just thought... She is getting that pussy railed. <laughs> like that pussy that, is getting those labias pounded. Wrecked. Pounded. Yes. Like she is laying on that bed and he's above her and he's sweating and he's got his hand around her throat. Yeah. And that pussy is getting <laughs> broke. And she's like, Henry. And she looks like, I mean, she's lovely, <laughs> but she's not like a supermodel. Like she looks like a very normal. Like 30-year-old woman. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like she's very cute, whatever. Yeah. But I am like, that pussy. <laughs> it's all I could think about. I looked at that picture for like two hours. <laughs> anyway, that pussy is getting got, pounded. About that to- Todd McAllister. And then and then I did about <laughs> his wife just pulling those cheeks apart. I it's kind of like when I picture that, I kind of picture like Mr. Burns on his on hand on his hands and knees. <laughs> yeah. Like this skinny, bald, <laughs> decrepit old body, and then she's behind him in like her, <laughs> like her house dress, and she's just pulling those dusty cheeks apart oh and just getting God. in there. Anyway, <clears throat> we all know if if that had happened to him, he never would have written that article. People full of that much hate have never been rimmed in their life. Don't you think? <laughs> I mean, there's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. And I'm not saying that you have to rim or be rimmed, like right. whatever. Right. You know, let your freak flag fly. Do whatever makes you happy. But do some things. But if you're full of hatred like that, I know for a fact you've never been rimmed. Your business is not getting rimmed. No. Or wrecked. No. Pounded. Anyway. (coughs) God bless that Henry Cavill lady. Henry Cavill. Her name's... Sister Henry Cavill. Her name's uh, Natalie. (laughs) Is it Natalie? Yeah. Natalie is getting that pussy (laughs) wrecked. <laughs> Natalie wakes up on a Tuesday morning and she cannot walk to the mailbox. The labias are swollen. She is heading down to the coffee <clears throat> machine and she is grabbing the banister because her legs are shaking. <laughs> shaking! You know, that is the best feeling. You know? God bless you, Natalie. But God bless seriously, you. seriously, the next day when I'm like sore down there, yeah. it's just like, fuck. My life is good. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, just take a congratulations break. to Sister Natalie <laughs> McCavill, who can't who can't make it to the coffee machine because her knees are trembling. Anyway, we're gonna take a break, and then when we come back, we have a real a real cute top five for you. It's real cute. It's real special. It's real positive. It kind of is toxic positivity. Toxic positivity. Let's take a break. Whoa, 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 yeah. That's clever. What is that? I've never heard that before. I had made it up. So cute. Just kidding. I didn't make it up. Anyway, it's not proprietary. That sound tells you that it's time for an ad. 
It's time for an ad for our Patreon account. From one of our sponsors, the sponsor being us. Us. <laughs> We're Ourselves. sponsoring our own shit because no one else will. <laughs> and we can say shit fucking titty in this ad because no one's paying for it except us. Shit fucking titty? Shit fucking titty, friends. Is that like a, are those two adjectives for titty? Shit fucking, like is the titty fucking shit basically? Yeah, right. Is it a shit fucking t- shit? I feel like it's more of just like a like a frustrated expletive. Love it. Shit fucking titty. So what's a Patreon? Well, a Patreon is a website where you can pay a nominal fee. Really nominal. <laughs> Have you ever thought about how nominal it is? I don't even know really what nominal I'm means. I'm not sure either, but the more I say nominal, <laughs> the more it makes sense. But you can pay a nominal fee, which means a, do, do, a, do, do, do. a nominal fee. <laughs> And for that nominal fee, you get access to some special bonuses. Let's say I just wanted to pay a dollar a month. What do I get? Well, you you don't get a goddamn thing. Because <laughs> why are you so fucking cheap? But if you want to, we will still take your dollar. We have, a, But we will judge you. We have a tier for that. It's called the celestial kingdom yeah. or the glory of the sun. Yeah, so so the more you pay the more you get. And uh-huh. each and each tier has a name and different rewards. What if I want to pay a little bit more than a dollar? What's the next tier? It's getting better. Terrestrial, terrestrial kingdom. Glory of the moon. Glory what do, of the moon. What do you get there? Well, you here's where stuff gets real. Okay. Okay. You get access to our two Dimitas episodes a month. Um Sister Twain, that's me. Are you just reading the description from the Patreon website? <laughs> yes, sorry. It's going to be a 10-minute ad. I'm not going to do it. But anyway, demitas means half cup in French. Yeah, so those are just little short bonus episodes. Yes. They might be about something going on in our lives. They might be about something dumb the church did. They might, last holiday, I did a live reading of me watching Dolly Parton's Christmas movie, Christmas in the right. s- on the Square. Right. So it could be anything, but you but, get and, two of those. And for last Christmas, for my Demi Toss, I did a live reading of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. No, I didn't. <laughs> it's like, no, you didn't. That would be, no one would pay for that. So, and then the next tier, so uh, if you haven't picked up on this yet, the more you pay, the closer you get to outer darkness and beyond. Right. Um, the next tier is called the Telestial Kingdom or the Glory of the Stars. That's $5 a month. Right. Again, no, nominal. A nominal. Do-do. So for that, you get the demitasse and you get a ministering visit, close quote. From from both of us. <laughs> from both of us. Why did Which, we call it that? Because in the LDS church, they got rid of home teaching and visiting teaching and, and they just minister. Ministering visit. And so the ministering visit, it's just something from us. So yeah. it tends to be a written thing, mm-hmm. although mine have sometimes been audio. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. just a thing. And, it's a special message from and us. And so far what we've been doing with that is I do my own and you do your own. Yes. It's not like a combined Yeah, because it's the Relief Society and the Elders Quorum Presidency. <laughs> so and that's then $5 a month. $10 a month is called... It's called Outer Darkness or The Glory of My Butthole because it's yes, dark in there. It is. It's And it's on the outer rim. But it's, <laughs> okay. And for $10, you get... You get the Demi Toss. You get the ministering visit. And you get Twaint and Coffee's Guides to Leaving Mormonism. Now, we started out doing that by topic. Right. And now we're moving into, we're just going to vent about the latest right. Mormonism shit Or it might be a topic crazy. if we came up with a topic. Sure, yeah, yeah. But, and, and just so you know, when you sign up, you get access to all the back catalog. So we've done, yeah. we have done uh, Demitas about, <clears throat> um, about garments. We've done it about drinking, about coffee, just about like. Guide to Leaving Mormonism. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, Guide to Leaving Mormonism. About, Well, yeah. this, this is a long ad. You'll get all that 
and the new stuff. And then next, if you pay $20 a month, still nominal. Nominal. If you consider the value of the American dollar. True. Um, is Money's the, made up anyway, Is y'all. the hot drinks kingdom or the glory of Gary. Right. <clears throat> With that, you get everything we've already mentioned and a monthly tarot reading. Yeah. Not a personal one. Courtesy of us. But it will be for you for the group of hot drinks yeah. kingdom patreons so anyway yeah give us some money then get some extra stuff there's one more oh i know but don't even advertise it because we don't ever do the thing that we're supposed to do for that Well, because group. we don't have any patrons i know but if we did would we still do that thing yes we did siri god damn it we do it for siri if you pay 50 dollars a month you get the glory of justin thoreau's gray sweats the spit in my mouth kingdom yeah and that is what we call hot drinks after dark, and we will talk about the nitty gritty stuff. Oh, I actually have some stories I could tell now in hot Ooh, drinks after dark. Oh yes, I could talk do. about that. Yes, I could talk about that. Yes, I could talk about this. <laughs> I was pointing at things. At things that Sister Twain knows all about. Anyway, so anyway. if you want to hear me tell some stories, yeah. just pay fifty bucks a month. Yeah, that literally you'd be terrified to tell in any other setting. Oh yeah, but hundred percent, I'll tell it to strangers on the yeah. internet. For 50 okay, bucks a so, month, so that's if it. you want to sign up, patreon.com slash hot drinks, um, and you can sign up, and we really appreciate it. And this is a really long ad, really do, but it pays for our groceries, so it's, it's worth it. Okay, we're back. Oh, oh, we're sorry. back. Sorry, 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 sorry. And I had a women's work that I couldn't think of, but then I thought of it over the break, so I shared it with Sister Twaint. Mm-hmm. What what you should go Google is June is busting out all over Leslie Uggams. Uggams. Y- Google U- that. U G G A M S. And what this is, it's I'm just I'm not gonna say much about it, but I'm gonna say it's a <laughs> video of Leslie Uggams, who is a Broadway star and actress who apparently we also found out is the blind lady in Deadpool <laughs> singing June is busting out all over from Oklahoma. <laughs> but what I will say is And wasn't that Stacey Keach at the beginning? Probably. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Stacey Keach. And maybe Barry Manilow was in there. Maybe. maybe. We're not sure. Yeah. But what I will say about this video maybe, is. Um, uh, Colonel Sanders in the audience. Maybe. Our friend who died a year ago. Does he have a name on this show? No. Let's call him Satan. <laughs> Our friend who died a year ago, Satan. Oh my God. He <laughs> and I would send each other this video every June 1st. <laughs> And tomorrow is June 1st. Yeah. And this will be the first time I can't send him that video because he's dead. Great. Because last year on June 1st, he was alive. He was. And I'm sure I sent it to him. And then he died on June 5th. Anyway, June is busting that all over. We went to the movies with him a few times. We did. I think about that a lot. I know. Anyway. I all Reese's Pieces one night. I <laughs> I don't want to get into grief in this podcast. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Because grief is real heavy. But I... Said earlier on a demitasse, maybe. Now you're eating kettle chips, which are <laughs> no, number know. two after boxed crackers. <laughs> <clears throat> I this whole so Saturday, so today is Monday. Yeah, sure, it's Memorial Day or something. Oh yeah, it's Monday. Saturday is the anniversary of his death, and I I feel like there's a gargoyle sitting on my chest, like Jesus. a stone gargoyle. Anyway, um, <clears throat> when I got the text from you, uh huh. Where I said I was that barely was, holding it together. That everyone was getting ready to go over and say their goodbyes. Oh, okay. You're talking about a year ago. I 
was literally in that moment having sex with a woman. <laughs> so glad I know that. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Well, never. I'm not going to talk about that anymore because now I'm getting all emotional and I got to stop. Oh, it's so, not because of me. Okay, good. No, I mean, I'm delighted that you're <laughs> having sex with a woman. <laughs> so we're doing a top five today. Okay. So this is kind of a sequel to our top five from two weeks ago, which was the top five things that we should be more grateful for, but we're pieces of shit or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, yeah. The sequel. And we were going to record this last week, but then we just so happened to have <laughs> Becky with a CK here. That was a lovely surprise and delight. It was so awesome! So this week's <clears throat> episode... I want to say something really quick. Yeah. Becky with a CK. Uh-huh. You have given me an opportunity to do something that I truly love. And it's, right. I, I am helping her make jewelry for Aspera. Right. I truly love it. When you say you, you meant Becky with a CK, not me. You were saying you have given you, me Yeah, to I'm her. talking to her through right. the airwaves. I thought you were talking to me. Like, I, I have blessed your life in such a way. Well, not with the jewelry, but in other ways you have. Okay, great. Um, <clears throat> but, like, I love it so much. I am back at work at this job that is 8 to 10, sometimes 11 right. hours a shift. It's on grueling. My feet. It's, it's grueling. It's grueling, especially for a 45-year-old woman. We're old. Who looks 33. Right. But And who has the pussy of a 22-year-old. Thank you. And I think when I go home, I'm going to put on my comfy pajamas, mm. listen to my new book, mm-hmm. and make jewelry. It's your happy place. It is so my happy place. Like, I didn't want to come over and record with you tonight because I'd rather be making jewelry. <laughs> I love it. I love wrapping that shit. <clears throat> we love anyway. That. Anyway. <clears throat> so this is kind of the sequel to the episode from two weeks ago. Yeah. We were going to record this last week. Becky with CK just showed up on the door <laughs> like some kind of vagrant. No. So we are saving it for this week. But it is the top five silly things <laughs> we're secretly proud of. Oh, Silly. Well, just in the sense that last week, two weeks ago, was the things that like we should appreciate about appreciate about our lives, but that we don't because we're pieces of shit. Yeah. And this week is more the things that are like maybe not that <clears throat> consequential, but they make us feel really happy inside. Yes, it's going to be weird. We don't do very many episodes where we talk about things that make us happy. Yeah, we don't. They huck on the bejeebus. That's from the Leslie Uggams video. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So what's your number one? Don't. I, oh, I shouldn't sing it. I'd spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil it. Okay, sorry. My number one <clears throat> of my top five things that I'm proud of is right. that I'm not an alcoholic. <gasps> That's wonderful. Yeah, and I so could easily be. <laughs> Preach, sister. Preach. <laughs> there have, I might be. There, but anyway, go ahead. There have been times right? in my single momhood years. Sure. Which has been 11 years of it now. Excuse me. Um, where I will come home from work and have two to three glasses of wine sure. nightly. Yeah. I've got the hiccups. I've never had two or three glasses of wine in a night. <laughs> because it's bourbon. Yeah, it's t- yeah. It's two to three <laughs> bottles of bourbon. <laughs> no, not that much. But um, and I am just proud that um that hasn't become a crutch for me. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm better than anyone else. No. Um, <clears throat> let's just put a blanket disclaimer on this episode yeah. that none of these things are things that make us think we're better or. <laughs> quote-unquote, cooler than anyone else. 
I'm glad you threw that one in. Well, one time a reviewer, one time. if you're new, yeah. said, they just think they're so cool. They gave us one star. And Sister Twain and I laughed for 72 days. 72 days. Because we <clears throat> have never thought we were so cool. <laughs> anyway, so blanket disclaimer. Yeah. These are just personal things we feel good about. We are not saying anything about anyone else or anyone else's struggles or journeys or things they're good at or whatever. Right. We're yeah. just saying this is some. You're proud that you have not succumbed to the sweet, sweet, <laughs> delicious temptation yeah. of alcoholism. Yeah, my parents. Um, and when I say that, I mean before my dad died and my mom. Right. Um, I think they thought I had a drinking problem for, s- for some reason. Right, because they're Mormon. They thought I woke up in the morning and started drinking right Yeah, away. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Which is crazy to me. I do that on Thanksgiving, but that's it. Right. Um, and who doesn't? It's, on Thanksgiving? I mean, that, God, that is the best it fucking is day. It is the best. Oh, just pouring a glass of wine at like 9 a.m. while you're yeah. making the turkey. I've peeled the, the plastic off oh. the turkey. Time to have a sip. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, but that's a very Mormon mentality. Like, if you have seen pornography, you have a pornography you, addiction. Addiction right. or problem right. or, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but um, what I have realized. So, okay. Two things. When I am strapped for money. Uh-huh. Um, especially in my earlier single mom years. When I can't justify buying alcohol, um, I want it more. Yeah. Okay, I've, fair. I've kind of grown out of that. Okay. The other thing I want to mention is, um, lately, I haven't been drinking a ton because my work schedule is so grueling. Uh-huh. And the work is so physical. And I, I don't miss it. I value feeling somewhat functional the next day. It's so interesting because I do not. <laughs> um, <clears throat> although, I will say, I love drinking with friends. Yes. And I love drinking with people that I have romantic interest in, which is nothing current. Don't ask me. Right. It's not, you're not talking about me. There is- <laughs> I'm in the friends category. And there's, there's no one in the romantic category at, at the moment, at the current. I almost said at the current. At the current. Which is Re- remember, uh, a fish and oyster restaurant. Right. <laughs> remember probably four year ago, four or five years ago at Pride you when I was like, we should just make out. Just do it. And I was like, no. And you were like, come on. Just <laughs> Why do it. Why did I say that? And I said, I'm not going to make out with you. I don't want to make and out with you. And you were like, just do it. It's Pride. Let's just do it and get it over with. <laughs> it's so funny to me because I don't want to make out with you. But why did I really want to insist on that that night? I said, let's let's take a picture of us <laughs> pretending we're about to and post it. And I, I have it, so I'll post it okay, for the Okay, please GLs. share that. Share that. <clears throat> anyway, anyway. Well, good for you for not becoming an alcoholic. It could be easy because, you know, um, as we've established, yeah. I've been in chronic trauma for 11 years. Well, and... And just let us remind everyone mm. that parenting is a bag of bullshit. <laughs> a big fucking flaming bag of bullshit. And you're doing it by yourself because Gary is a piece of shit <laughs> and he's not here. <clears throat> I don't want to make this story about me, but let's talk about me. I, okay. Tisha, my ex-wife, has been out of town this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I've had my kids yeah. for like, I've had them for like... Five or six days in a row. So more than I normally have them in a row. They've truthfully been lovely. Okay. It's really not been that bad. Okay, weird. But um, last night, it was the season finale of Mayor of Easttown. 
No spoilers. I wanted to find out who the killer was. Oh my god! I <clears throat> literally a show about a murder. It's a murder mystery. I know, I know, I know. I got in my. I went in my room. I poured a glass of my nice bourbon. Mm. I put on my noise counseling headphones, and I was like, "I am ready. Let's watch Mare." And I and I just sunk right. And this was like it wasn't late, but it was like nine thirty. So like the kids had like had their snacks. Like they were kind of my kids are older, so like by nine thirty they're kind of settled. They're just like doing their own. <clears throat> I'm sitting there, I'm watching the show. I can kind of hear something through the noise-canceling headphones, but I'm not sure what it is. Then my daughter bursts in my room. She's yelling at me. I pull my headphones off. I can hear the fire alarm going off. (laughs) Because my child had tried to microwave some ramen (coughs) and had not put water in the bowl. So it had just like burnt the ramen to a crisp Mm, and melted the ramen bowl Mm. and the house was full of toxic smoke and the fire alarm was going off. Anyway, that's parenting. That's all I want to say. Yeah, just quit it. So I had to like stop my show, set aside my nice bourbon, go downstairs, open all the windows and try to get the toxic plastic fumes out of the house. And that kind of thing happens to me four times right. a week. So. so the fact that you're not, not an alcoholic, alcoholic is, is something I'm really proud of. It's a fucking miracle. It's a fucking miracle. I'm proud of it. Okay. What's your number one? <clears throat> My number one very tiny thing that I'm inordinately proud of is I dress real cute. Yeah, you do. I dress real cute. <laughs> and there have been times in my life <clears throat> where I've had jobs that have necessitated is that a word? Yes. That have ne- <clears throat> necessitated a more put together, you know, dress shirt, tie kind of look. And I always prided myself on dressing cute. Well, now I'm in a job where I don't have to wear anything nice. I wear very casual clothes to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still dress so cute. You still make it happen. I make it happen. I'm wearing <laughs> t-shirts and jeans or shorts or whatever. And I get dressed in the morning and I'm like, boop, I look cute. And I happen to know, not from personal experience, uh-huh. but from you telling me. <laughs> that I look cute. No, that you even wear cute underwear. I wear cute underwear. <laughs> I have cute outfits on with cute yes. socks. Yes. They're coordinated. Uh, always. They're fun. The proportions are right. Yes. They're cute. And your glasses are always cute. The glasses are cute. I have new glasses. They're very cute. <laughs> I'm I did, really proud of that. For I you. did get new glasses that have transition lenses in them because... When you wear prescription glasses, <laughs> there's nothing more annoying than spending like $200 on glasses and then having to spend $300 on sunglasses. Yeah. So I got transition lenses and it kind of makes me feel, feel like a seven-year-old lady because I go outside and my, my glasses get darker. I'm like, these are my transitions. <laughs> like I'm a 75-year-old lady yeah, anyway. Yeah, But no, I dress really cute and I feel really proud of it. I am proud of it too. Sometimes I leave in the morning and I'm like, I look fucking cute. Yeah. So... You know, and I'm not very nice to myself, so that's a rare thing. I really like that <clears throat> in the months where it's appropriate, uh-huh. you incorporate very cute cardigans. I do have some cute cardigans. And a tall... I love a sexy cardi. Gay man in a cardigan. Mm-hmm. Preach. There's Preach. nothing. There's nothing like it. Preach. Yeah. And now it's the summer, and I wear <laughs> shorts that are probably too short for my age, but I don't care. Well, you're not going to wear middles. No, I'm not going to wear longs. <laughs> So I wear inappropriately short shorts <laughs> and cute shoes and cute little t-shirts. I mean, it's cute. It's all very cute. Yeah, I'm really proud of that for Thank you. Thank you. I feel really happy about it, even though I don't like anything else about myself. <laughs> no! <clears throat> okay, we need to take a break just because I need I need to lubricate the throat. With more bourbon? With more... Victors. With bottle... Bo- with water. <laughs> bottles of water. Uh-huh. We're going to take a break. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
almost got a leg up. I forgot to tell you. Yeah? <clears throat> Before the last break, I subjected the gentle listeners to a six-minute uh, Patreon ad. <laughs> we did. Plugged one of those in. Yeah. So we should record some new ones. So anyway. Maybe shorter. Maybe longer. <clears throat> maybe, lo- maybe a 25-minute Patreon ad. All right. Let's get through a few more. Listen, if more of you would subscribe to our Patreon... <laughs> We would stop submitting you to those ads. We could do really quick ads like, we've got a Patreon, bye. We'll be like, hey, like 98% of you subscribe, but there's a Patreon for the 2%, bye. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really your own fault. Okay, so we're talking about the top five things we're secretly proud of. Right? Is that what it is? No, it's just what we're proud of. Top I guess. five things. You said silly, but top I just... five silly things that bring us inordinate amounts of joy or uh, something. Or no, I don't. I don't we're, know. Something we're proud of. Yeah, go ahead. What's you, number that's two? That's what you said. Okay. Um, my number two is that I'm not an addict <laughs> of any kind. Your number one was you're not an alcoholic. <laughs> For those people who might have tuned in late. <coughs> tuned in late. They were listening to the oldie station. They were on they were listening to the eighties and nineties and today. <laughs> and then they turned that dial, came across hot drinks. Um Have I'm, you ever thought about how the eighties and nineties and today? Today is the last like thirty years. I know. So it just doesn't work. That's the worst. The eighties, the nineties and today. It, that radio station sucks. Yeah, sucks. Anyway. <clears throat> so not, you're not addicted to alcohol. Right. I'm not And you're not also addicted to porn. Cocaine right. or porn. Like MDMA. porn addiction, whatever. That's uh that's not real, but uh, you know, meth, opiates, opioids. Opio opioids. Do you say it both ways? What? No, I don't know. <laughs> Um, Molly. There, there's one. Just saying crap. names of drugs I've heard Heroin. of. Heroin. Sometimes people are like, you should try Molly. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what any I, of I would love to try mean. Molly. But I mean, I'm talking about the, the, the big ones, the big guys. Heroin. Sure. Meth. Sure. Crack. MDMA. Is that a big one? I think that's Molly. Oh, it is? Isn't it? I literally have no idea. Gentle listeners, if you have some Molly, let us know. Oh. We're come over. <laughs> For legal reasons, that is a joke. It's for scientific research. For legal reasons. Okay, so you're not addicted to anything. Yeah. uh, You cope by dot, 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 fill in the blank. Say it again. You cope by. Yeah. Um, Because you're not coping with substances. uh Uh-huh. You're coping with. Um, Masturbating while thinking about a fictional character who is a 200-year-old prince that fucks like a stallion. From, From those books. From those books. What's uh, the series called? So the, it's the, from, the, from Blood the, and Ash. The Land of Blood and Bone. <laughs> from Blood and Ash. But lately... <clears throat> the first book is called The Throne <clears throat> of Ashes. It's not. It's not. What's no. it called? It's From Blood and Ash. The second book is called... A Kingdom of Flesh and Fire. And the third book is called Stones and Blood no, on the Thrones. <laughs> no, it's called The Crown of Gilded Bones. But just because I have been... Um, wrecking that pussy lately with, right. with my toys in my hands. Right. Um, no, because I've been too obsessive about this series, I've started a new series. Oh, okay. And the first book in this series, which also takes place in a mythical land. Sure. With incredible steamy sex. And, sure. And tongues. There's lots of detail about what happens with tongues. Uh, I support I that. I love it. I support that. Um, it's called a... a the... A, the <laughs> Try again. Um, a court of thorns and roses. A court. A court. A court of a court. thorns. Not a quart. Not like a ha- quarter of a, a gallon. A court. Right. A quart of thorn. Uh, I said. It. Wait. A quart is a quarter of a gallon. 
Is that what it's called? A quart? Yeah, baby. There are four quarts in a gallon? Yes, baby. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <coughs> Never made this connection. Age okay. of Aquarius, baby. So, <laughs> we're all coming to new realizations. Anyway. So a quart <laughs> of thorns and bones? No. Of blood and ashes? No. Of blood and stones? Okay. Of so, stones and thorns? So, so the uh, series that I've been talking about repeatedly... Is the throne of blood and ashes. No! God damn it! (coughs) Who has the prince who fucks the stallion and and makes that redhead come in all the ways and quickly too. Right. I that god damn it, that bitch. Right. The bone of bloody ashes. That series is called From Blood and Ash. Okay. By Jennifer Armentrout. Okay. The series that I just started is called The Court. A a court. Of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss. Okay. And it's also horny. Yeah. Horny fantasy. Oh my god, my face felt like it was on fire. I need to read more horny books. Yeah. I've read two horny books in my life. So they talk about parts rubbing up against each other. I want to read about two mythical dudes, handsome fairies. Okay. (laughs) With penises just kind of like... Uh, and then so his one, penis grazed my penis. One horny book that I read. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm not going to try to find the name. It'll be, it'll be a bit of a mess. <laughs> but it was about firefighters <clears throat> oh. discovering they were in love. Not Fantastical Lands. No. But the other one was about Fantastical Lands. And it was about some princes that discovered they were in love. And did their penises rub up? Oh, yeah. <gasps> For real. Yeah. Did they talk about tongues? Probably. Probably. Let me see if I can find the names while you're telling us more about your not <clears throat> drug addiction. So, <clears throat> I found myself obsessing over this this uh, book series, and I was able to divert from it. By the way, I think that <laughs> I think that masturbating. I think that masturbating and um, yeah, reading horny books is a really great way to cope with like stress. I think that's oh, brilliant. Yeah. Shit. Okay, so one of the books, I'm still trying to find it. You're supposed to still be talking here, but I'm then you stalled to, and you said uh, shit. I'm not addicted to. Um, oh, one is called okay. Hothead okay. by Damon Swade. Is that the Firefine one? Damon Swade. Damon Swade. By the, yes. And then one is called The Lion and the Crow. Oh, is that the fantastical one? Yeah, by Eli Easton. And, and there's tongues? <clears throat> Probably. It's been a while, okay. but anyway. All right. So speaking of tongues are great. My number two, yeah. This these actually go quite well together. Oh. My number two that I'm <clears throat> my number two thing that I'm secretly proud of. And I just before I say this, I want to say not only do three of my siblings listen to this podcast, but what I had forgotten <laughs> when we recorded last week with Becky with a CK yeah. is several of my cousins listen to this <laughs> podcast because one of my cousins messaged me <laughs> afterward, and she was like, "I totally remember when the bishop walked in and Becky said something and at me and Grandma's funeral." Oh. Um, Oh, my God. Actually, that wouldn't have been at mean grandma's funeral. That was different grandma's funeral. But I, before I say my fact number two, I just want to point out that my siblings and my cousins listen to this podcast. But my number two thing is that I'm secretly proud <clears throat> of. I'm, I'm exceptional, exceptional at sexting. I'm so yeah. good at sexting. Yeah. I don't want to meet people in real life. Okay. I'm terrified of humans. Right. I'm terrified of physical touch and intimacy. Right. But if someone wants to exchange dirty pics, pics mm-hmm. and some dirty words to go with those pics, <laughs> yeah. I am fucking Hemingway. I, <laughs> I am Shakespeare in the park. 
I am Maya Angelou. I am writing some prose to be remembered about the sexual acts I perform on you. I won't actually perform them. We will never meet in real life. But when I write them down, you will think it is a James Baldwin novel. You will think. I've run out of, I've run out of authors. I don't know why the last one was James Baldwin, but I'm really good at it. There's one thing that came to mind. Like that exceptional. I don't anyway, know what? I want to share. I don't know either. And it has to do with sexting, but it has to do with certain fetish. And you tried it for five minutes and someone paid you. Oh, we don't need to talk about oh, that. Oh, man! <laughs> No, I just don't know if that person listens, and I don't know if I have their oh. consent. But I will say this. <clears throat> I have been paid <clears throat> before for my sexting, but I won't get into specifics of what that was about. Oh, I was just going to say something that I shouldn't say on the air. Okay. Remind but, me later. Okay. <clears throat> but I, like, I will, I will, remember when I talked about Henry Cavill, like, was that on this episode? Yes, that I, yes. That I talked about Henry Cavill, <laughs> like wrecking that pussy. Yeah, baby. I will wreck that pussy with my prose. Mm. My pro, your knees will be weak because of the prose that I wrote about the way I'm treating your pussy. I won't do it in bussy? real life. Yeah, pussy. Pussy with a B. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Pussy with a B, as in Barack Obama. <laughs> you really have never heard pussy before. I've never heard pussy. It means like boy pussy. Oh, nice. it's like your butthole. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, pussy. I won't actually come. Within 10 feet of your actual bussy. Or come within I, 10 feet of you. <laughs> I will actually not come within 10 feet of you. Hello, my cousins and my siblings. But I will write some fucking sex that will make your eyes cross. Oh my God. And your toenails curl. I think there should be a sample of such on our Instagram account. Nope, never. Never. <laughs> never. But I'm really good at it. Well, I what if I did something vulnerable in exchange? Oh no, I don't oh, care. Oh, okay. <laughs> Number three. Number three. <clears throat> Mom, glad you're proud of that, and you should be. I'm very proud of it. Because the the reason we're here is for pleasure and joy. Right. Yeah. Not actual pleasure and joy, just me writing about pleasure and joy. Number three is that I'm proud that I'm not a prostitute. <laughs> All of yours, <laughs> and I just want you to talk about this with your therapist. <laughs> All of yours are things you're proud of that you're not. <laughs> no. They're not things you're proud of that you are. <clears throat> because. There are things that you're proud of that you're not. Because my, because I could have gone off the rails real easy. Yeah. Okay, so you're proud you're not a prostitute. Tell us more. Well, there was a time. <clears throat> there was a time when, when love, love was, was inviting and, and the song was exciting. <laughs> podcast is a little bit always about 90s musicals. <laughs> Broadway in the 90s. I dreamed a dream of time gone by. Mm. Have you ever heard Leah Salonga sing that song? No, anyway, she's great. I bet you have heard it because I bet I played it the other night when we were drunk. Listening to all Leah Salonga music. Anyway, you're proud you're not a prostitute. Go ahead. That song's so sad. Um, <clears throat> there have been a couple of times where I've been so scared about money. Uh-huh. That I thought about being prostitute, and now I'm, and I never did it. <laughs> no shame. No, not listen. I am all the way there to support sex workers. Here's what I want to say: <clears throat> Why didn't you do it? Um, because here's why. Okay. 
in the phase of life that I was in in those two times, uh-huh. I was still very much into casual sex and enjoyed it. Okay. And so that means sex with people I don't know and I don't remember their names the next day. Right, 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 right. Which is fine. Right. And um, Like when I texted you that our friend was dead. And you were having casual sex, sex with, with a lady. Woman, I remember her name. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> with a lady. With a lady. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't think that in those years, after being married to a gay man who was the only man I had had sex with for thirteen right. years, was a good time to incorporate sex work. Well, I was exploring okay, and going okay. going off the rails. Right. Figuring out your on the own crazy sexuality. Train. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I can get that. Uh, I, I, I think some lines would have been blurred. <clears throat> sure. Um, and I had some grounding and some uh, soul searching and self-identifying okay. to do still. Okay. Um, I guess that's it. The reason that I ask yeah. <clears throat> okay. is because... Yeah. I, nothing causes more stress in my life than money. Mm. Nothing. Yeah. I will do <clears throat> anything for money <laughs> as long as it, as long as it is not like a felony, like a minor crime. Yes, I will commit that for money. But would you come within 10 feet of oh, another human being? If I thought for one moment that I could make money being a sex worker, I would be a sex worker. Okay, okay. If I thought for one half of a second that anyone would subscribe to an OnlyFans that I, if I made one, I would have an OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. Like, and every yeah. single time that one of my friends who I deem is hot mm-hmm. is like, oh, I, I gotta figure this out. I'm like, why don't you have an OnlyFans? Right. Like, if you are hot and you are <laughs> listening to this and you don't have an OnlyFans, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. This is the moment. Yeah. This is like when, Wait, this is, this is the early 90s when every bitch had a blog. And oh. we all read everybody's blog. That was the early 90s. That was the early 2000s. This is the early 2000s when every bitch has a blog. <laughs> and we all read, we all thought we were writers and we all had a blog. We did. This is that moment for sex work. Yeah, baby. We all think we're sex workers. Yes, we do. Get that OnlyFans <laughs> cash. Do it now. Because in like two mm. years, we're all going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe we all had OnlyFans right, two right, years ago. Right. So do it now, my cousins so, and my siblings right. who are listening. Do it now. Get that OnlyFans cash. Yeah. I'm also glad that I'm not a prostitute while trying to raise children. Yeah, that's tricky. Because, yeah, that's, that's tricky. tricky. So that's, I'm proud of myself that uh, I, I, I didn't try to do that now, but maybe but later. But maybe something to look into. <laughs> I will say this is one tricky thing about the OnlyFans slash prostituting thing. Okay. You and I both have very distinctive tattoos. Which yeah. means if you were going to post anonymous videos on the internet, yeah. it would be difficult to remain anonymous because the <laughs> tattoos are very identifying. Oh, very. So yeah. anyway. So yeah. Okay, my number three. Number three. Numero trois. <laughs> number three thing, silly thing that I'm secretly proud of. I have a beautiful philodendron plant that is thriving. You are such a proud mom. Energy. I'm a proud plant mom. The energy. So let me tell you about this philodendron. It's the one that's on my dining table, in it's case you're wondering. It's a big one. So <clears throat> I used to work at a interior design company. And so often 
the designers, when they would go do a photo shoot at a property that they had designed, they would take plants and flowers and, you know what I mean, to kind of stage the photo shoot. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't actually like these are plants that the the homeowner was keeping. They had just brought them so that the photo shoot looked better. And then they would, like, bring the plants back to the shop and whatever. But, like, anyway. So I have a philodendron that was one of the designers had used in a photo shoot, thrown in her trunk. It had, like, two leaves. Ugh. It was soggy. It was a mess. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God. I to-. <laughs> Like, it literally had been in her trunk for, like, a week. Uh-huh. And then she was like, I, for- I forgot about this. It's been in my trunk. I should probably just throw it away. And I was like, well, I'll take it home. Like, I'll let's just see what will happen. And <clears throat> if you don't know a philodendron, is kind of like a monstera. We're getting into plant TikTok Isn't now. Isn't that little Nas X song? Yes, Monstera. <laughs> but it's like a big, it has big, it has long stems and big leaves. Anyway, <clears throat> this was probably six years ago. I planted it in a pot mm-hmm. on my kitchen table. Yeah. I took care of it. And said, call me by your I sa- name. <laughs> I said, the sun goes down. <laughs> um... <laughs> It had, like, three leaves, a soggy root system, and now it is thriving. It is. It is huge. It is bigger than my dining table. My children hate it. Right. Because they're like, we can't fucking eat at this fucking table. (laughs) But if the house was burning down, I would run the philodendron outside first, (laughs) and then I would run back in and make sure my kids are okay. Your human children. And then I would get my cats. And then... That would be the order. Philodendron... Mm. Human children, cats. Problematic. Problematic. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> but you're proud of how you've brought it I'm to thriving. I'm so proud of it. And it just, right, it's currently growing a new leaf. And if when you have a plant and it grows a new leaf. Such a metaphor. Oh, such a metaphor. And then you go, call me by I do, I do. Okay, let's take a break. No, why? I don't know. Because the breaks are for us. Okay. Well, you don't have to. What's our, what's... <laughs> Okay. What's your number four? Awkward. Number four is, I don't care about having control over any aspect of my life. I'm really proud of that. Okay. Tell me me more. It used to be that we were expected, we were judged if, when we were Mormon. Yeah. If there were certain aspects of our life that weren't just right. Sure. Which translates to, we don't have control over that aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I tried to control how my um, toddlers dressed. I wanted my toddlers, my fucking toddlers, to not dress immodestly. Your three-year-olds. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't um, don't dress sexually. Right. Four-year-old child of mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, just so many aspects. It was just like constant, like, as a Mormon, they talk about, there's sin, but then there's sins of omission, the things that sure. you're not doing. Yep, yeah. And you just feel like so much control over your life is expected, and you realize how little control you have. It's like when I was a Mormon, if I went to get in bed at the end of the day and I prayed while laying in my bed, uh-huh. I would feel guilty. Yeah. That I hadn't knelt next uh-huh. to my bed right. to pray. Sin of omission. Maybe. I was fucking praying. Yeah, you were still fucking praying. I was in my bed you were praying still to God. The yeah. I was like yeah. communicating with God, but because I hadn't taken the time to <clears throat> kneel next to my bed, it was somehow some kind of shortcoming. Right. And so, much like with my parenting, my parenting being the ultimate example of this, I've done a complete 180. And, um, and, and and it's a little flippant, right? I mean, there there are some things that I n- 
do care to have control for sure, over. For sure, for sure, for but, sure. But there's also this just kind of like, just detach, Ashley. Yeah. Just detach. Yeah. From whatever outcome that is, you're still here. You still have that Mazda 5. Tie <laughs> <laughs> your minivan. You the still Mazda have 5. a tight, tight pussy. <clears throat> Tighter than your butthole well, is the rumor. Which is also tight. Which is also tight. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm statuesque. So when, when I <laughs> what worry about, you know. The, the thing with children is you have to quickly realize that you don't have control over them at please, all. Please, God, please God. Especially do it. when they're like 16, 17, 18, <laughs> yes. you know. Yeah. Like when they're little, you have a little bit more control over their lives. Yeah. But then the other thing that I've had to realize with my older kids is like <clears throat> there are definitely things that I want my older kids to do or I <clears throat> hope they do or I hope they think about or whatever. But like if that's all I talk to them about, then I'm just a nag. Yeah. Like if every time I see them, I'm like, did you shower today? Did you put deodorant on? Yeah. We should get a haircut soon. Your hair looks really long. You yeah. know, like, did you get to work on time? Like right. then I'm just an asshole. Yeah. So you have to like you have to give up some of that control and say, like, okay, <clears throat> these are the things I'm actually gonna care about. And yeah. I'm not gonna ask about that those other things because <clears throat> we need to have a com- we need to have conversations in our lives. That are about more than me just asking. Did you take your pills? Did you put your did you, right. did you put your laundry in the laundry basket? Yeah. Did you put the dishes in the dishwasher? Like, right. That's just me nagging. That's right. not communicating. Anyway. And then there's this beauty <coughs> within the things you decide to actually give a shit about or care about when it comes to kids or whatever in your life. You can still care about it and yet realize you don't have a whole lot of control over yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. There's so that's there. There's that beauty. When you find that line there. Wow. And you just ride it like a cowboy. You ride it like Lil Nas X sliding down that. That pole. That pole down to Satan. Into the lap of Satan. Yeah, into the lap of Satan. Um, But uh, I was going to. So you're grateful that you. I'm No, proud. You're proud. Proud of this. That you don't give a shit. Yeah. This whole episode's a real slap in the face to Ezra Taft Benson. Wait, why? Because he said pride is the fall. That's true. Yeah, well, he had a whole talk about pride. Right. That was recycled in the 80s multiple times. We had to read it every month on our mission. Are you serious? Yeah, the follow fuck pride. Fuck and yeah. fuckity fuck. Yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so I'm... Well, good for you. Just, and, and a lot of it is emotional detachment. Yeah. You do what you can do. Right. And then you go to bed. And then you do. You go to bed. <laughs> and you're you like, masturbate thinking yeah. about that stallion. That 200-year-old... That Fairy boy. And you just try to believe that if an 18-year-old redhead <coughs> can come from fingers, from tongue, from lips, from mouth, and just from undulation. Right. Meaning sex. Right. Uh, she comes from just too. penetration. Yes. Which is a miracle. Well. We you, can all believe you it. You find out that, well, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but I mean, it could happen. There's spoilers about how she can come? Um. There's spoilers about um, who she is. Oh, okay. And what's in her blood. <laughs> I don't, don't not, even. It's not enough iron. Don't even know. Don't no, even know what I, that means. I'm just kidding. All right. So my number four <clears throat> yeah. thing that I'm secretly proud of or that I'm proud of or whatever we're calling this oh episode. Oh, my God. <clears throat> I'm a really lovely host. If you come into my home. Bro. I'm a lovely fucking host. You are, my dude. And I want, and I think like, and I just, I want to put that out there because I think like, 
I talk a lot on this show about my social anxiety and I don't want to date and I don't want to meet new people. And so I think people <clears throat> interpret that to mean that I'm like really shy or really introverted or whatever. And I am to a certain extent. But like if you are at my house, like I will bend over backwards yeah. to like take care of you, to make sure you're fed, to make yeah. sure you have a drink you like to cocktails make sure to order cocktails to order. Like if I sure. find out last minute that someone coming over is vegetarian, I will like rethink the whole menu to create vegetarian options. Yes. So that whole social anxiety thing, while it's real mm -hmm. is really me going out into the world. <clears throat> if I'm bringing people into my own house or if I'm in a situation where I'm like hosting something, I have no, like fear or no social anxiety or anything. Right. I'm just like, I'm just there to make sure. I mean, and believe me, we could talk about this with the therapist too, <laughs> but I'm just there to make sure that you're happy and that you're comfortable and that you, your needs are met and fulfilled and that you have what you need. Right. You'll have candles burning. Mm -hmm. You will have a have, delicious charcuterie if board. Needs, if someone needs some hand lotion. I've got hand lotion. That, that you claim doesn't smell. It might smell kind of masculine. Yeah, but not at all. <laughs> um, you have perfect spherical ice balls. I do. For your whiskey. I do. If you want to take a nap, I've, I'll get out pillows and blankets. Oh, like yeah. I mean, whatever. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> your needs are significantly more important than yeah. my needs. I was... Utterly in awe and aghast uh, with pleasure when uh, you had me over to your house for the first time. It was such a gorgeous charcuterie. Charcuterie, right? Board. Right. You made cocktails to order. Right. And I was like, "How long have you been out of the church?" And you're like, Seven days." But I'm a gay man. It's <laughs> like eighteen days. Yeah, like, but I am a gay man. <laughs> Why was I so good at making cocktails? I've been out of the church for like a week. <laughs> And I was like mixing up cocktails yeah, to order anyway. It was amazing. Yeah. I was floored. So anyway, if any of you GLs ever have the blessed, blessed opportunity. Oh my God. There's of coming so to many. my house. There's so many that want to. Then I will make cocktails to order. There will be a charcuterie board. Yeah. You'll give them your skin so they can I will, make a suit. I will peel off my own skin. You can make a suit out of it. <laughs> And your pleasure will trump all of my pleasure. And I'm really proud of you. Anyway, that. that's not something that needs to be discussed with the therapist. <laughs> my, your pleasure will trump my pleasure. <laughs> yep. So, should we just roll on to number five? Let's do it. We don't, we're not taking what? breaks tonight. What the fuck? Hey, I am proud <coughs> that... I'm an American. Oh, God. Where at least I, I know no, I'm free. Oh, stop, stop. You ruined it. You ruined it. I am proud that... I stopped having sex for sex sake and just getting banged whether or not there's quality. That's literally my goal for 2021. Is to get banged no matter what? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't Qual care about quality. Quality or not? Quality. No. Nope. Quality. 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 Um, I just wanted human beings to touch my junk. Same. For a few years same. And uh, someone would be like, you can come over. Here's my address. And I'd go. Great. And <laughs> These are, you're describing my vision board of 2021, 22, and 23. Um, and There's literally a poster board in my bedroom right now that has screenshots of someone saying, here's my address. 
because that is what I'm manifesting. And you going on and my me, way. And me saying on my way. Um, um, but it really got to the point where I'd get home and have to get up at 7 in the morning. And I'd go, me being up this late to have my junk touched. Right. By someone I've never met. And there's like cum running out your butthole. That, yeah. Trickling down your legs. Yeah. And you're like, I wasn't going to shower until the morning. <laughs> um, but it's just like, what was I getting out of that? Right. Like, I have a better relationship with myself. I will do stuff to myself. Yeah. I won't. <laughs> anyway, I'm just proud that I have moved past that and that I, I am, that is to say, on the flip side of that coin, uh-huh. I am proud that I now only have sex that has some type of meaning. It doesn't have to be emotionally connected, sure. yeah, but yeah, it yeah, has yeah. to be quality. So how do I move? <laughs> do I have to move <laughs> through that to move past that? Um, You, you just want to get banged meaninglessly? I, I mean, I don't know what I want. Oh, That's well, then the I can't answer line. your question. Okay, great. Great. Okay, Excellent. Yeah. What's yours? <clears throat> Well, it's about to get real serious. My number five is really serious and depressing. Is it about your dead dad? It's about my dead friend. (laughs) That we call Satan. Satan. Yeah. My dead friend, Satan. Does he call you by your name? So one time, and this was before Satan was sick and dying. But one time Satan said to me, when I'm with you, I feel safe. Jesus. And I know that I'm going to be safe. Fuck. And so I always love when you're around because I know that I'm going to be okay. And I'm really proud of that. I am proud of that too. <laughs> but it also kind of destroys me emotionally when of I think about it. Of course it does. <clears throat> but anyway, I I mean, again, my whole goal in life is to take care of other people in the ways that I don't take care of myself. <laughs> and so like when <clears throat> when Satan told me that, yeah. That he felt safe around me. Yeah. It was one of the most validating things that anyone's ever said to me. And, and, and okay. Here's, here's my guess of how you reacted to it. Okay. In the moment, you went, oh, my God, thank you. Uh-huh. And just kind of brushed it off and changed the subject. Probably. And then that night, you laid in bed wide awake thinking about it on a hamster wheel. I mean, maybe. I, like, it didn't... It didn't stress me out like you might imagine that it would stress me out. I don't. I don't mean stress. I mean like floor you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fair. <clears throat> I don't like. I still don't know what to do with that information. Oh, cool. And it's been like five years. Five, okay. <clears throat> because again, this this Satan told me this before he was dying, but it was and it was just casual. And another friend was there, and this other friend was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he said that to you. That's so nice." And I'm, I feel like I'm still processing that, like, five years later. I love that. So. I absolutely feel that but way I'm, with you as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But I'm really proud of, I feel really proud of that. <clears throat> because, again, my whole, like, mission, my whole ethos is to make sure that other people are taken care of. Yeah. I don't really care about myself. I know. Being taken care of. And so. So you... if other people are fed and feel safe and they've got a drink and they feel loved and they yeah. feel supported, yeah. that's what I want. Right. And then I just, like, and then I just, like lumber upstairs like a big piece of garbage <laughs> and get back in my dumpster and I'm like I hate myself <laughs> but everyone dumpster. else but everyone else around me felt safe <laughs> anyway there's nothing nothing wrong with this view of the world God. it's totally healthy <clears throat> um uh you've never told me that before 
I don't think I've told a lot of people that before. Mm. But now I've told all. It's not that it's something that's like secret, but it's like, <clears throat> it just feels weird to be like, hey, by the way, remember our friend that died? He told me that he feels really safe around me. Like, it feels really weird to bring up. <clears throat> but it was yeah. something that he said to me once that I will cherish for the rest of my life. Oh, wow. So, anyway. I love that. Call me by your so name. So you're proud of this thing that you didn't even know that you... It's just kind of... Do you ever wonder, like, what do I do to make him feel in that safe space? Do you ever wonder? No, I mean, maybe a little bit. But like I said, like, I know that I'm really good at, like, taking care of people around me. I just... I just want to remind everyone that this particular friend we're talking about is dead. Is the one that was dying when I was having sex with that lady. I got the text, got naked, finished the sex. I'm literally going to scroll back through my text tonight to find that moment when I sent that text to you. Finished the sex. What lady was it? Checked my phone. And you were like, and oh, you, and you my said, friend's dying. And you said, he's gone. He's and then gone you were now. like, scissor, scissor, scissor. <laughs> No, you, no, there was a sequence of events here. It was. <clears throat> You'd already been scissoring. I'm in her room. Right. Scissoring. No. We're naked. What's we're, that other? We're getting tripping. Tripping. We're getting tripping, started. Tripping, we're tripping. just getting naked right. and, and talking. And, Putting the strap-ons on. And you're, I'm not doing that and looking at my phone. Anyway, look at my phone one last time before we get to business. Right. And then. <laughs> and the message on your phone <laughs> right before business is, well, he's dead. He, no. Our friend has no, died. It was he's dying. Everyone's going over to say their goodbyes. Okay. okay. And, and then I you thought, were like, trip, trip, trip. And then, no, shush. And then I thought, I bet he'll pass tomorrow or something. And then we finish. And I check my phone again. And he and, <laughs> and he's then he gone. was dead. Yes. Thanks. That was that was a really linear story that was told in the oh most my God. discombobulated. I way. love it so much. <laughs> I was just sitting in my room crying. Good. That in those moments. Great. And you were tripping. Uh, I don't think we tripped that night. <laughs> I literally can't remember what tripping means. But oh. Anyway. Anyway. It's like scissoring. <clears throat> well, those are things we're proud of. I, it's a really great orgasm. Probably the best. You know who else is proud of those things? Your mom. Okay. <laughs> She's really proud of them. Lil Nas X. Montero. <laughs> so, anyway. <clears throat> like and subscribe. <laughs> follow Instagram. Our, follow our Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash hot drinks. Hot drinks with an A. And, um, if, you know. Okay, here's the thing. If okay. we were to make a companion podcast. I have ideas for it. A sister podcast. Yeah. Where Brother C, Bro C, uh-huh. wouldn't be afraid to reveal his identity. Right. What would her angle be? Would it be top fives again? I've got it. I've already figured oh, you, it out. You haven't told me this. No, I haven't. Is it making people feel safe? No. <laughs> well, Welcome to making people feel safe <laughs> with my real name and your real name. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about it later. I can't wait. Anyway. Stay tuned for that. Enjoy your tribbing. And um, yeah. enjoy your friends who are dead. And if you... <laughs> or who are dying. <laughs> and if you haven't dribbed, it's time. I still don't know what it means. But you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hot drinks. And give us money. And give us money and learn more about tribbing. Uh, Maybe you should do an episode about tribbing I, for the patrons. I can. Okay, great. It's great. There will be an episode soon about tribbing for the patrons. I can't breathe for a half hour after I'm done. <laughs>
call me by your name. Sometimes I have to crawl out of the room and tell everyone. You're like Henry Cavill's girlfriend. Yeah. Whose vulva. Yeah, is getting fucking is, wrecked. Is fucking broken. In Jersey. Snapped on the in island, half. In Jersey. Yeah. And just by like Jersey, a, I mean England. That vulva is like a Christmas <laughs> ornament that has just been crushed. Yeah. In the hand of an angry Santa Claus. Botox and fillers and stuff. Just to keep that vulva keep it. intact. God. It's yeah. been wrecked. Anyway, same with tripping. If you have seen Henry Cavill's penis, please write in. Oh my God. If you have fantasized about Henry Cavill's penis, please write in. P.O. Box 115, <laughs> Boston, Mass. 11104. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.